It's 10 minutes now before 5 o'clock. We're in conversation next with Zoleka Mandela, who's an author and also granddaughter of Winnie Matikizela Mandela, to talk to us about things that she has learned on her journey, um, on her own cancer journey. And um, she will also tell us more about her newly launched YouTube channel called Terminally Free, which she uses to tell her story. Zoleka overcame breast cancer twice, but unfortunately in August last year, uh, she revealed that she was diagnosed with bone metastasis. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Zoleka now joining us on the line. Zoleka, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Hi, Aldrin, and hello to all your listeners. It's such a great opportunity to be talking to you this evening. How are you? I'm well. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm having a good day. You're having a good day. You know, the the, the weird thing is entering this conversation and all of a sudden there is just a sense of somberness that that overtakes me. But then on the other end of the line, you sound bubbly. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Yeah. Do do, do, do you face this a lot where you come into spaces and all of a sudden there's just this somberness um, and almost um, people see you as a victim and therefore the almost like the interaction or the energy in the room then changes? I know. I mean, I mean, I mean, I get it a lot. I get that a lot. I always get people saying to me, you know, you don't look like what you've been through. You don't look like Mm -hmm. your problems. Oh, my gosh, you don't even look like a a terminally ill, um, you know, cancer patient. Um, but I, you know, I was saying this yesterday in my interview um, last night that I'm, I'm really honest that despite the, you know, the cancer diagnosis, I am in such an incredibly good place in my life. Where do you get it from? You know? um, I get it from my kids. I get it from, you know, I get it from, oh my gosh, years and years of being in active addiction and finally being sober and being the woman that I want to be and most importantly being the mother that I want to be and you know, kind of being this person who, you know, knows exactly mm. where they fit into this world, you know, and, and being someone who never thought in a million years that they would ever, um, you know, amount to anything in life. Mm. And what has the, the, the what, 12 years now been like for you? Um, so I celebrate 13 years in 13 years of sobriety in August. Mm. Um, and I think for me, um, and, and this is why I like, I, I do appreciate questions like this because I think for a lot of, um, I think a lot of the times a lot of people seem to think, you know, um, quitting drugs and alcohol for me, for instance, who's, who's abused it for so many years is the easy part, but mm. that's not, I can do away with the drugs and the alcohol. It's almost the behavioral stuff, you know, for me, that's the problem. And the reason why I'm still is there would be 12 years later. <laughs> when, when you speak about the behavioral stuff, what are those? Um, I mean, it's, it's okay. So the first thing they tell you to do when you, for instance, come out of rehab is to stay away from bad people, bad situations and Mm. bad things. So I know my triggers. I'm someone that suffers from anxiety and someone that suffers from um, depression. Um, I'm in a place in my life right now where I constantly need to surround myself with um, people and things that fulfill me and that make me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm someone who, you know, like I said earlier, is finally becoming the mother that she's always wanted to be to her children, because I have for a very long time while still in active addiction, um, not given my kids the mother that they deserved, you know, being so addicted to the drugs and the alcohol and the sex and, 
And so it feels, it feels, mm. um, it's almost like a, it's a blessing. It is a blessing. It's mm. a true blessing to actually be able to be the mother that I am today, um, you know, and finding healthier ways of, of dealing with my problems, um, being in therapy and really being able to live a life where I can take full control um, of my life. Um, mm. Especially because for a very long time, you know, I have, um, you know, kind of been the reason why, um, I guess, what, what I'm trying to say is, I guess for a very long time, I have, you know, kind of, been the reason why so many things um, have taken place in my life, having made those bad decisions. And it's so nice now to be in control of my life and kind of be in control of um, how it is that I live my mm. life and being part and parcel of that kind of triumph. Have you been able to um, to locate what is it exactly that has led to the, the, the addiction, whether it is the sex addiction, whether it is the substance abuse, what is it that that, um, that that got you there and how have you dislodged yourself from that outside of just the mm, therapy? Because in therapy, mm, we're also mm. being told that it's your own journey. Yeah, of course. Of course. So I, I talk about this in my book, When Hope Whispers. We actually, I actually have a book signing coming up on Saturday. Oh, it's nine years now, um, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's nine years. I'd like to actually give more information about the book signing so people can come and mm -hmm. attend and actually not only talk about the book, but talk about um, what happened after the book because I get a lot of questions around that. But in my book, When Hope Whispers, I do talk about, um, you know, my addiction to... Um, you know, sex, drugs, and alcohol, and how this was kind of um, uh, as a result of being sexually abused and physically abused from a very young age, and um, kind of using those substances and those stimulants to um, numb the ghost of my childhood. Mm -hmm. um, and I have, you know, over the years been so open about my, my journey with addiction, because yeah. I know what it feels like um, to feel like you're going through something alone and that no one understands what you're going through. Mm. Um, and I remember my first post actually after um, taking myself into rehab shortly after my daughter passed away, one of my first posts was on Facebook to say, I'm Zolega and I'm an addict and I've just come out of rehab. And I think it was very important for me um, because I needed people to know that even as a Mandela, because I get this a lot as well, you know, even as a Mandela, because people have this, this, this thing that they think that we live these sheltered lives, you know, that even as a Mandela, you know, I, I struggled through substance abuse, I struggled through, um, you know, you know, sex, sexual abuse and physical abuse. Um, and I was able to turn my life around. And, I've, and on top of that, I've been you know, so fortunate enough to be given platforms to mm. continue sharing my story so that I can encourage more women and more men um, and more children to, you know, talk about their own experiences. Yeah. And then also the the vulnerability that is required with all of this, um, the shame that sometimes come with it. How then do you yeah. continue being as open as you is, uh, deal with the shame that may come with it as well, and at the same time being a loving mother? Um, I mean, I just, I, I don't own anything else but to live my life authentically. Mm. And I feel like that is healthier for me. That works for me. 
Um, I wrote a book because I think it was very important for me to be able to tell my story in my own way. Um, and I think that in many ways has encouraged a lot of people to kind of, um, you know, deal with their own problems, um, deal with their own, um, you know, addictions to, to sex, drugs and alcohol. Yeah. Um, and find it comfortable to talk about, you know, issues like breast cancer and like addiction, because, you know, as it is, they're very uncomfortable topics um, to even talk about sex addiction. They're very uncomfortable topics. Yeah. And I've just been so grateful that, you know, since the, you know, my book has been published and I've had, you know, more and more women kind of open up to me and talk to me about their problems. And not only just talk to me about their problems, but I think they also find in me someone that's been able to kind of take control of their addiction and has shown them that, you know, you can live a life after mm. all these things, these horrible, shameful things that you've put yourself, your family through, that you can still a live a life where you're able to be proud of the person yep. that you are today. And some of those things are out of your control, like, for instance, being diagnosed with cancer and then being cancer sure. free for over 10, 11 years. And then again, then all of a sudden you hear that it's resurfaced. Yeah. And now you have no, the no. terminally free YouTube channel as well. Tell us more about that. Yeah. 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 Do you know what my daily mantra is? Um, or rather prayer is the serenity. Are you familiar with the serenity prayer? No, please do pray. Okay. So, so the serenity prayer is God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, ah. the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. And for, for, for me, that represents calmness and peace. It represents taking action only of what I can control. And that's, that's how I live my life is knowing exactly what it is that I'm able to control and, and really learning to let go and let go as mm. they say. Mm. A quick one again, the book signing, when is that happening? So the book signing is on Saturday, the 8th of April at 2 o'clock. It's at the Book Capital Circle in Melville. And then, of course, um, we've just um, uploaded um, my first uh, episode of my YouTube channel, which is uh, Terminally Free. And that really is just also been such an amazing platform um, to kind of take through my viewers and all those that have supported me throughout the years to actually, um, you know, be part and parcel of my journey. Um, um, and also just kind of get a, a feel of what has happened since my book, When Hope Whispers, but also to, um, to show my day-to-day -day life living mm. with, um, you know, terminal cancer. Zoleka, thank you so much for your time, and may you continue being the resilient woman that you are and continue to show the love and also share your story, which help lots and lots of other people who are listening and following this journey as well. That is Zoleka Mandela, who is an author and also granddaughter of Winnie Matigizela Mandela. It's a minute after 5 o'clock, time for the news.